Welcome to the 2022 season of Run My West Coast. I am your host, Eddie Klein. Run My West Coast is a show about running in West Michigan. Podcast episodes feature local runners, local races and race directors, along with running community and Holland Haven Marathon details. In this episode called Running with the Italian Stallion, I'm going to get into the rundown right away and talk about the sweet run, which is not exactly what it sounds like, and how I actually ran into the Italian Stallion out on my run. Uh, also, running tips this month, I'm going to talk about race joy and why you should be using race joy when you go and run a race. And then finally, we're going to get into our West Michigan races, which we have a few, and we also have a big one coming up, Holland Haven Marathon. We're going to talk a lot about that at the end of the episode. I'm going to give a lot of details on Holland Haven Marathon and things that are going to be coming up and what runners can expect at the race. So first, let's get into the rundown, the sweet run. And it was called the sweet run because I recently returned from a trip to Philadelphia. I was there for the Run Sign Up Summer Symposium. Run Sign Up is our registration platform that you all register through when you do the race. And they hold a symposium every six months for runners, race directors, race timers to come and learn about Run Sign Up and to network and to get all the best practices and just learn more about the industry. It's kind of a business conference for us those that are in the race industry. And they have this thing called the Race Day Suite, S-U-I-T-E, which is a package that we use on race day to help runners run, get registered, do results, get checked in, that kind of thing. So we did a sweet run. We used Race Joy when we went on their run, which is a run sign-up product. And it was super fun. So... Instead of running a West Michigan race this month, I actually ran one in Philadelphia. So I want to tell you a little bit about it. It wasn't technically a race. It was timed, but I uh, didn't like use it as like, let's get our best time. So we started right outside the hotel. I stayed at a really nice hotel in downtown Philly. And right out on the sidewalk, they set up a race chip mat that we could just take off and start running on across, get our chip time. We all had bibs on and we also had race joy. And so I, I had my phone with me, which I normally never carry my phone and you need your phone to do race joy. And so I had that and then I could start, I could start race joy. It started with the, as I started the race and I'll get into more of the details about race joy when we get into running tips. And then I also had uh, one of my earbuds in so I could listen to what my phone was saying because Race Joy is going to talk to me, give me music, give me cues as I'm going. And with the with the busy, loud streets of Philly, it was going to be too hard to hear my phone without an earbud in. So another thing I don't normally do is wear an earbud. I ran with that as well. So it was a different experience for me. And I actually also uh, wore a watch so I could uh, kind of time myself. So some electronics for me, a little bit different story. But... One thing I decided to do because I knew I was going to see Rocky out on the run. 
I downloaded the Rocky soundtrack and played that on my phone through my earbuds while I was running. So I actually had music going, which is something that's very unusual for me to do as I'm running and usually just running quietly. So a lot of little different experiences for me, which is cool. And running through the streets of Philadelphia, which I did go to this conference uh, three years ago and I got to do this run as well. It was a different course this time. So my second time doing it and uh, a different experience too. So really fun. Uh, the weather that day, we started at 6.30 a.m. And it was cloudy, about 76 degrees, and the humidity was only about 50%. So overall, great running weather for the morning. Not too bad at all. Worked out really good. We ended up running a three-and-a-half-mile route, so just over a 5K. And like I said, we started pretty much in a downtown area uh, and ran along the sidewalks on the streets of Philly along a bunch of high-rise buildings and businesses and people's homes and all kinds of things like that. And there was some stop and go. You know, we had I just cross some some streets, obviously, and wait for some stoplights. So there was some times to just stand at an intersection for a few minutes and, and wait to get going, which was okay. And then we ended up running out onto the Benjamin Franklin Parkway, which was great. I saw a lot of cool buildings out that way, a lot of big old stuff and so much older there, there than where I live in Holland. So really kind of cool to see a city that old and all the things that are out there. I've, like I said, I'd been there once before and you know, I've been to Boston for the Boston Marathon before, and I've been a few trips over to um, the East Coast, but I haven't spent a lot of time in cities seeing some old stuff. So for me, it was pretty cool to see things like that on the run that normally I don't get to see in my everyday life. Uh, we got on some bike paths. Uh, we ran along the Aviator Park, which is a park there in Philly. And then I was coming down the street um, and I said, I, like I said, I had the Rocky soundtrack going in my earbud, in my ear. And like the, literally as I turned the corner, I saw the Philadelphia Art Museum steps right when like I of the Tiger started playing. It was like the perfect timing. And here's a Rocky Balboa statue. If you didn't know, there's the, there's the Philadelphia Museum of Art. There's the steps that Rocky runs up in the movie. And then there's, on the side, there's this big statue of Rocky, like this 25-foot-tall statue of Rocky that is uh, super cool. So he's standing there, got his gloves in the air. And, of course, you can go take pictures with that. And I did. And there's some uh, on the Holland Haven Facebook page of that with the podcast. And so got to see Rocky, the Italian stallion while I was out running, which was super cool. And I had the Rocky music going. And then, uh, of course I, then I ran up the steps, uh, just like in the movie. And it was super fun. Got up to the top. There's some great views of the city at the top of the steps. And, uh, there was probably, I would guess a couple hundred people out there. I mean, there was people running up and down the steps, doing fitness activities, all kinds of things. This is early in the morning. That place was pretty crowded. It was a cool atmosphere to see so many runners, so many locals and tourists and just everybody embracing the culture of what that movie that came out, you know, in the mid seventies and was filmed in Philadelphia and, and it's just been such a huge part. It's been a huge part of my life. I mean, I grew up watching Rocky movies and, and people of Philadelphia just embrace it. So that was a really cool thing to go do. I love that part of it. Uh, after So after that, took off down the School River Trail, 
which was right along the school river, which was a pretty cool thing to see. Kind of a nice bike path. Um, and then back into the city a little bit, past uh, Rittenhouse Square Historic Park. If you know Philly, you know some of these places. If you don't, I'm just talking gibberish, but I don't know them either that much. But I kind of kept track a little bit where we were, so I could tell you a little bit about what I got to run through and the kind of stuff I got to see. So overall, my finish, I finished in about 35 minutes, which is about a 10-minute mile. You know, I was stopping for Rocky Balboa and street lights and things. I, I think only I probably really ran a, a little bit under a sub nine when I was actually running, but with all the stops and whatnot, I averaged out to about a 10 minute mile, which was totally fine. I was just looking to get out there and do the run and enjoy it and, and be part of the experience. So perfectly fine. But uh, to my surprise, there was 56 runners in this event and I finished sixth overall and they had divided us into two categories. It wasn't like age groups. It wasn't like male, female. It wasn't your typical race. It was either run sign-up employees or just people attending the conference. And so the top three in each group got awards. And I was the number three of the people attending the conference. They were not employees. So I finished th third in my group overall, which was cool because I got awarded a $25 Amazon gift card. So that was really cool that, and a surprising thing that I didn't even know I was running for. So I was happy about that and surprised. I mean, uh, not often I run a 10 minute mile and come in third in my, in my group. So another awesome thing to kind of get out of, uh, being out there, uh, the finish. So I came around, we finished there. They had the mat out there that I crossed when I started. There's a cool picture of me on my, my Facebook, personal Facebook page, uh, coming across the finish line. If you want to check that out, it was, it was a good time. Um, uh, the race joy app had actually stopped me a little bit short of the finish line because they like they had it mapped out, but I'm just guessing because I took a couple odd, oddball turns like to see the statue and whatnot that uh, I think that just it was just a little bit different, but not a whole lot different. Actually, where that start and finish was, it mapped out pretty close, so that was really cool. And then after the race was done, after the run was done, everybody came in, and then there was the real sweets for the sweet run. We went back into the hotel and up into our little area where we were meeting and they had a donuts for every single person. So you could get a glazed donut and some water and, and uh, look at the results. And they had that set up. They had kind of some computer monitor set up so we could see what our results were on race joy and through the, and through the timing mats and just talk to people about the run and hang out a little bit before we, you know, we had a conference that day. So it was, it was clean up, get a donut, get some water and then go back to your room shower. And then we'd go back and, uh, hit the conference. So yeah, that's the rundown on the sweet run, uh, out in Philly. It was, it was a really good time. Running tips of the month for July. All right. So my running tip this month is use race joy. If you're going to a race that offers race joy, absolutely use it. It's a great tool. And if your race is not using race joy, ask them to use it. Uh, especially if they're on the run sign up platform, they absolutely have access to it. And they don't even, they don't necessarily have to be on run sign up, but if they do, it integrates with, uh, race joy very well. So talk to the race director, reach out to them and say, Hey, I want to use race joy. Can you get it for your race? They can go and contact 
the right people to make it happen. So why should you use race joy? Number one thing I would say is the integrated registration details. And what that means is if you're on the run sign up platform and using race joy, everything you put into run sign up is going to be put into race joy. So when I sign up for a race and then I pull up this race joy app on my phone, who I am, where I'm from, what my pace might be, all my information's right there and I can just look at it. And so I don't have to like type it into another app. I don't have to use some other kind of app or my watch or something to track me or enter all this data. And it, it's integrated right into it, which means like your results are right in there and all that stuff. So that's a really cool feature right there. It's integrated. Number two, and really the greatest thing is the GPS tracking. I mean, it's going to live track your phone position throughout the race, which means you know where you are, but not only do you know where you are, your friends, your families, your race fans, they know where you are. So people, unlimited amount of people can track you and see where you are. So if you have someone that wants to see you at mile 14 and they're waiting for you, they know exactly when you're coming in. It can even give you alerts by the, by the amount of distance away this person is before they get there. So if you want to look for them, that's especially important in like a big race, like say Holland Haven Marathon, where it's a long one-way distance and you got to get ahead of a person and see where they are. And you don't know where they are. Otherwise, they're not going to be, I mean, they could text you, but why, if you're a runner, why text someone when Race Joy will just tell you, tell them right where you are at all times. So, and you can also use the map as you're running if you need to. So you can look at the map, see where you are in the course, but also that person tracking you can see where you're at at all times on the course. So interactive map viewing, big plus. And then lastly, for a runner, there's audio off course alerts. So like when I ran the sweet run in Philadelphia, they had set up the race joy to tell me to turn left or right at every corner. Like I didn't know where I was going in Philadelphia. I just started running and all of a sudden race joy would say, Hey, turn left on this street. Now it's time to turn right in this bike path. And if you got too far off the course, it would alert you and say, you're off the course, turn around and go back to you hit the course. So stuff like that is in race joy to help participants and runners from getting lost, which is a really cool things because I mean, shoot, even I'm guilty of not marking the race course exactly perfect at Holland Haven. And I've had runners get off of there. So you definitely want uh, something like that to give you that navigation. So another great tool to use when you are out running at a race. And you can get progress alert, alerts also. So what that means is it's going to tell you when you are at mile one, mile two, every single mile, and you don't have to carry any additional equipment. You don't even have to be wearing your watch, your Apple watch, nothing. You just have your phone. It's going to say when you get to mile one, mile one complete, Here's your average pace. Let's say you're at mile 10 and you're running 10 minute mile. What's, you know, at your, you're at a minute or an, I mean an hour and 40 into the race. You're averaging a 10 minute mile and it's going to give you your estimated finish time too. So whatever that calculates out to be for, let's say a half marathon ex estimated finish time, two hours and 10 minutes. So you're going to know, oh, I got 30 more minutes to run at this pace. So you're going to get these cool progress alerts, tell you how far you've gone and tell you how much longer you have to go, which is really nice when you're not really sure. I mean, 
I remember when I ran my first marathon, uh, 2010 and just had my watch on my arm with a timer, no GPS thing. And I'm like, I knew I wanted to run a certain pace and I'm like doing this math in my head, the entire 26 miles, which really was, a, you know, it kept me focused on something, but it wasn't a, the ideal situation. So, you know, not having to do that and knowing what your pace is and where you're going to finish is a pretty cool thing to have. So race joy does all that for you. Another cool thing RaceJoy is going to do is there's a send a cheer uh, part of it where people, your friends, your family, race fans, can send you supportive audio messages during your run. And it can be anything. It's say, you know, go Brenda, run for it, Phil, whatever you want it to say. It could be, it could be uh, sound files. It can be music. You can send them the Rocky theme song, any kind of thing, stuff like that. It can be sent through at any time in the race. And it's sent uh, instantly. So, you know, if you have people that want to cheer you on, they don't even have to be at the race. I mean, I can, I could cheer on somebody in California today that's running a race that's on RaceJoy if I follow them. So you can watch someone running virtually on your phone if you're not there. You can send them cheers. So you can really be part of it. And as a spectator, that gives them a lot of more chances to be part of your run, you know, even if they can't see you do it or, or if they are. So have that in mind that people can send you cheers, get you pumped up. Maybe you need some encouragement while you're running. And there's also a text to cheer option as well. So stuff like that is, is absolutely cool. You can have all your friends be part of your run while you're out there and they can talk to you, which is awesome. And then the last thing about race, I'm going to say that's cool is the results. So as soon as you cross the line, and you finish and race joys finish, it's gonna you're holding you got your phone right in your hand, it's gonna pop you for results. It's gonna show you how fast you run, how far you ran, your pace, all those results are right in there. And you can look at you know having to go to some kiosk or looking it up on the website or anything like that. So race joy is gonna have that stuff right in there as well. Now, that's not your official chip time. So it's not tied to that. So really your your true time is going to be whatever is on your bib. So you still need to wear your bib, wear your bib on the outside, on the front of your uh, running shirt or uniform. So that's your official time. But your race joy is going to be real close to that and give you some, some cool information. Race joy will also populate uh, some photos on there too. So if there's photos of you that are part of how the race director set up the photo system through run sign up, Photos can come up through RaceJoy, and you can see your own photos on RaceJoy as well. So my running tips of the month, this tip is use RaceJoy. It's available at Holland Haven Marathon, full marathon, half marathon, 8K. Everyone there can be on RaceJoy. I recommend getting on it and using it when you come to Holland Haven and any other race that you might be running. Take advantage of that. Okay. Let's go on to our local race calendar. So West Michigan races. There's actually less races right now than there has been uh, throughout the last couple months of the summer, but that's that's not surprising. August is usually a smaller month for races. So I'm talking about August races now. And, you know, it's it's hot in August. Let's be honest. Michigan, probably the hottest month of the year is August, and people are getting ready for school. People are getting ready for marathons. People are going to the lake, doing other things. So I think there's just a lot less races for people are busy and it's hot. So let me give, get you through this list and then 
And finally, we'll talk about Holland Haven a little bit at the end. Here we go. So Green Lake 5K and 1 Mile is in Caledonia on August 6th. And then the Riley Trails Marathon, Half Marathon, 10K is in Holland on August 6th as well. Riley Trails Marathon right here in Holland. Riley Trails Park is a great place to go for a run. It's it's a combo of running trails, biking mountain kind of trails, super flat. There's hardly any hills out there, so a great place if you're if you're planning on doing some trail running and you want to get a taste of what it's like to do a, a marathon on a trail, Riley Trails, good place to go. It's it's not going to kill you with hills and whatnot, so it's a good chance to get out there and and do one in. And and Jay Anthony, the the race director, great guy, runs for great causes. Highly recommend that. Go to uh, Egress Endurance, check out all their races. Okay. Next, we got the Wildcat Road and Trail 5K in Matawan on August 6th. One in five marathon relay and 10K in Walker on August 12th. Fred running relays, 200 mile and 100 mile in Belmont on August 12th. That one is a lot like a Ragnar, and they were around way before Ragnar. So they kind of had this thing going before Ragnar did these relays. And the cool thing about the Fred running relays is they're on a bike path. There's a bike path that runs from Grand Rapids, Michigan, north for I don't even know how many miles, a long, long ways, way up, and uh, you're on this cool bike path doing this relay, and so you get to do that with a team of people, and actually a couple years ago, I talked a little bit to the race director about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff with that, and I know they got a good good support crew and, and really cool event there, so check out the Fred running relays on August 12th. Next, we got Heights of Hope 5K and one and a half mile, which is right here in Holland on August 13th. Hay 5K, Muskegon on August 13th. National Blueberry Festival 5K in South Haven on August 13th. Arts and Dash 5K in Norton Shores, August 20th. The GRAAHI Rhythm Run 5K and Kids Run in Grand Rapids on August 20th. Wings of Mercy West Runway 5K here in Holland on August 20th. No Retaliation 5K, Recollection of Life, sorry, Reconciliation of Life in Grand Rapids on August 27th. West Michigan Latino Health 5K in Grand Rapids August 27th. And the Millennium Meadows Full Half 10K and a full relay in Grand Rapids on August 28th. That's it for August, but we'll talk about one that's coming up in September. That is Holland Haven Marathon coming up right here in Holland on September 11th this year. And with that, we're doing a little bit more of a patriotic theme. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go on our Facebook page. You can see we had a really cool t-shirt with the American flag logo in there and it's going to be a really good race out there this year. We got a lot of veterans coming from Team Red, White, and Blue. I'm a veteran myself, so I love the fact that we get to celebrate patriotism and 9-11. You know, we're not really celebrating 9-11 as much as we're remembering the tragedy of 9-11. So all that kind of ties together. It's it's cool to have an event on that day and be able to, to kind of recognize that and those who lost and those who served and those who sacrificed for 9-11. So I'm, I'm really happy about that this year. Let me get into some details about the race for you. If you're running, you're going to want to know some of this stuff. And if you're not running, 
well, maybe you'll hear some of the stuff and you'll make a decision you'll want to run. So starting with a hotel, if you're coming from out of town and you need a hotel, that's going to be something that we have for you. And we have actually four host hotels in Holland area. And one thing about the host hotels is I don't, and I don't really know the reason for this, but each of them gives us a, like a, a set price and a block, but they, they end it a month out before the race. And so the deadline for these hotels is all August 11th. So if you're coming and you need a hotel, you don't have a lot of time to get into our, our rate. Um, let me just list them off real quick. So you know what they are. There's the home two suites. There's the Fairfield Inn and suites. There is a courtyard Holland downtown, and then there's city flats hotel. So snap up a hotel. If you need one, don't delay. Then that way you will have a chance to come in here and, and stay in Holland and go out and get on the race course. All right. Speaking of the race course, I want to tell you a little bit about the race courses. Uh, first of all, you can get all the course maps right on our run sign up page. And there's actually interactive course maps that are digital that you can click on there, zoom in, look around, see where they're at, get the street names. And there's also hard copies that you can download. So a lot of course map information out there that you'll be able to find. But how are the courses set up? What are they like? Um, I kind of talk about the full and the half a little bit together because they do overlap. They're, the full and the half are both a point-to-point course. The full marathon starts at Rosie Mound Elementary School, which is up on the south side of Grand Haven, Michigan. And when you start running, you're running south back towards Holland, and it's on a six-foot-wide multi-use bike path. And that's how the course is. And so you start running south on this, and there's some hills in that in that full first half of that marathon course. Now, they're not gigantic hills. There's no heartbreak hill like there is in Boston. But I mean, there's going to be some that, they're going to challenge you and which is cool. I mean, who, if you're out there running, you're out there for a challenge, but I wouldn't think there's any that they're so bad that you're probably gonna have to walk like nothing like that. So expect some rolling Hills in the first half of your marathon course, but know that overall you are running in downhill net because the finish line 26 miles from where you start is actually 200 feet below the starting line. So you are getting a little bit of a downhill overall. It's not uphill overall. And the course is a point-to-point, like I said, and it's a U.S. ATF certified Boston qualifier. So if you're looking for that BQ, this is really your final opportunity to get a BQ before registration opens because guess when a registration opens for Boston? On September 12th, the very next day. So run the full marathon, BQ, next day, register, boom, you're in, you're off to Boston. So that's pretty cool. A couple things about the full marathon course. For one, you're in the shade for like the first 20 miles you're running in like there's just tree lined bike path. And so even if it's a sunny day, you're going to be in the shade for like the first 20 miles. Then you're going to turn and start headed East away from the lake. It's not quite as shaded. There's some shade spots, but usually the other great thing about that is there's always a, there's always a good breeze coming off the lake blowing from West to East. So you will have the wind to your back as you're running your last six miles, you never run into the wind. I mean, there's like off chance that the wind's going the wrong way, but that's, that's very unlikely. And then the temperature, usually it's about mid fifties in the morning and about mid seventies in the afternoon. Last year, we actually had a warmer year than we ever have usually had. It was, it was kind of a, 
a crazy one. So 2021 was, uh, it was definitely high seventies and more humid. So that one, that was a tougher one, but out of the nine years, the race had gone. That was the first time we really had some humidity and heat. So it's not very likely to happen again, but be prepared. We'll have water out there on the courses. I'm going to talk a little bit about the aid stations here in a few minutes and you'll know what's going on with that. So the half marathon course is part of the full marathon course. So once you've run 13.1 miles from Rosie Mound Elementary on your full marathon, you're going to come to Camp Geneva, which is the start line for the half marathon course. So the half marathoners, they take off from there. They also run south back towards Holland. And you're on that course together for the last 13.1 miles. Now that one, a lot flatter. So your second half for your marathon course and your to- most of the half marathon course, they're very flat. I mean, there's there's some little rolling hills, but I wouldn't even consider them terrible at all. There's nothing you're going to have to worry about and be like, oh, there's a hill. It's going to be no problem. And again, that that course also is net downhill. So you're going to finish 150 feet below where you started on the half marathon course. Also USATF certified. So if you're trying to get, use this for a qualification for a, where you need a half time, like maybe New York or Disney or one of those, you can run our race, get qualified for those. Um, again, you're under the shade trees and you're on a bike path. So kind of same thing as with the full, everyone's running together there. And then you finish in downtown Holland on third street for both of those races. Now the 8k race, a little different. That one's not a point to point. It's an out and back with a big loop. So you're starting in downtown Holland, um, at a, at a gym called CrossFit Holland. So if you want to Google that, look it up, Google CrossFit Holland. It's right on corner of river avenue and third street in holland so the 8k race you're going to start there you're going to run out you're going to go along lake makatawa and you're going to come back and an 8k is like 4.97 so it's about a five mile run is what it is and that one's super flat like the flattest of all flat courses so easy one to run fast if you're like a super good runner and you want to push it or if you're a beginner and you want something easy to try out that's a little bit longer than a 5K, but you're like, I'm not ready for that 10K yet. Be a good one to get into. And then, you know, you can walk that sucker. You could walk it and put it and take, you know, take your time and get out there and get a five-mile stroll and go by the lake. You know, all our courses go by the lakes. The full and a half go by Lake Michigan and, and Lake Makatawa. 8Ks along Lake Makatawa. So you're definitely going to get by the lakes here in uh, West Michigan when you're out on these runs. Very cool thing to do. Um, okay. After the course descriptions, I want to talk about gear check. So we have gear check for all the races. And since you're going to be moving from one spot to the other, you're going to need your gear to move with you. So how we do it and, you know, backtracking a little bit, like I started this race because a big reason I started this race is because I ran the Boston marathon and I loved how I got on the bus in downtown Boston and I rode a bus all the way out into the country to this small town, and I ran back to Boston. I thought it was fantastic. And what did they have us do? They had us check our gear, put it on a bus, and then when I got back to Boston, miraculously, uh, there it was. Well, I borrowed their idea, and we're doing the same thing. So if you're running the full marathon, head out to the start line with whatever you want and then put it into gear check. We'll have a gear check set up right there, and you can use your bag if you got it. Any kind of bag you want, give it to us. We'll put it on the bus. Or if you don't have a bag, 
we can supply a bag. We got bags there and we'll, we'll put your bib number on there. And so you can get it back. Same with the half marathon. And then it'll go back on the bus to where the, the finish line is in Holland. And you can get your gear when you're finished running And the 8k course is right there on site. So 8k people, runners, just go ahead and check your gear right there in the parking lot at the, at the CrossFit gym. And then you can get it when you're done running if you need to check anything. Okay, packet pickup. We have packet pickup the night before the race. So that would be Saturday, September 10th. And that goes from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. And just like last year, our packet pickup is going to be at Gazelle Sports in Holland, downtown on 8th Street. Now, you can also register right up until 8 o'clock on Saturday night. That's when registration will close. So if you want to come to packet pickup, get registered. You can still and you can still register online too. That'll be open uh, up. That's when our registration closes. But picking up your packet, no problem. You can also pick up someone else's packet if you need to pick up someone's packet. Just bring their bib number. We'll give it to you, uh, and and then you can take it for them if they need to get their packet as well. If they can't be there and you want to grab it for them, friends or family or whoever. Now, we also have a race day packet pickup. If you can't make it on Saturday night, you want to go there race morning, grab your stuff. That's no problem. It'll be right there next to the gear check I talked about. Those There's a gear check at every start line. There's also a packet pickup. So if you go to, if you like say you show up to the half marathon start at Camp Geneva, you haven't got your packet yet, but you, you got on the bus in Holland, you rode it up to the Camp Geneva, you got off, you got nothing. You're like, I need my packet. Go to packet pickup. We'll hand you your bib. We'll hand you your T-shirt. And then you can put your bib on. And if you don't want that T-shirt to carry it right now, you can go straight over to gear check. You can check that T-shirt. We'll put it on the bus, take it back for you. So there's packet pickup at every location. All the times and details for all this stuff is on our run sign-up page. So just look on there if you want to get a little more detail about packet pickup. Um, a couple other things about packet pickup. One, just like last year, Inside Gazelle Sports, we're going to have Holland Haven merchandise for sale. And so when you come to do packet pickup on Saturday, you can grab some swag we got out there. We got some new swag from last year, st- some cool stuff coming out. So definitely check that out. And actually that'll be in there all week long leading up to the race. So right after Labor Day, you can jump into Gazelle, start picking up your Holland Haven swag and start showing it off. So make sure you take that into account. And then uh, lastly, if you're volunteering or if you know someone's volunteering, our volunteer orientation is also at the packet pickup. So on that Saturday night inside Gazelle, if you need to get a volunteer t-shirt, your volunteer ornament, which every volunteer gets a specialty Holland Haven ornament this year, or any other things about volunteering, same spot. You can just go to Gazelle Sports, and our volunteer coordinators will be there to give you all that info and stuff like that. So that's that. Um, I said I was going to talk about aid stations. I want to talk about aid stations a little bit. For the full and half marathon, we have an aid station every two miles. So mile two, mile four, mile six, so on. And they all have water. That's standard for sure. And then every other aid station, so every four miles, we do Gatorade. And so when you're running along, you're going to have plenty of chances to get beverages all throughout. We'll have those staffed with people. They're going to hand it to you. Take, you know, cups. We're using the, oh yeah, just like last year. We're using the Hiccup Earth Cups again. And what those are, if you don't know, 
there's these blue silicone cups and they're recyclable, they're reusable. And there's a company called Hiccup Earth that has these cups. And what they do is they bring them out to races. And instead of me buying paper cups or plastic cups and throwing them away and having all this trash, they bring out their cups. They supply me with however many I need for each aid station. They drop them off. We set it up. We let you have your drinks. You, you stick the cup back in the recycle bin or the volunteer does. And then at the end of the race, Hiccup comes and gets these cups, takes them away. They take them to a commercial kitchen, run them through an industrial dishwasher. Boom, they're clean, and they go to another race. So fantastic service. Saves me a lot of work and a lot of volunteers, which I love. And it, and it saves the earth because we're not doing a bunch of trash. We're not, we're not carting a bunch of stuff. You don't even believe how much stuff we used to cart to the dumpster just because we had so many cups at all these aid stations. So saving all that, it's awesome. I love that part of it. All right, what else I got to talk about here? We're always going to have blueberries. Bowerman Blueberry is one of our aid station partners. They are right on the race course. Um, for the full marathon, they're about 20 and a half miles in. And for the half, they're like seven and a half miles in. So our aid, our 20-mile aid station for the for the full marathon, it's at, at about 20 and a half. So if you get to mile 20 and you don't see it, don't be don't worry. It's, it's up ahead a little bit further. But that just happens to be where their store is and it works out. So... We'll definitely have blueberries. I do plan on having a lot more food at aid stations that we did last year. Um, we're going to put some more at a lot of earlier aid stations so that full marathon runners can get some food. I haven't quite got the menu sorted out yet. Um, it'll be all posted. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering, keep checking back on our aid, on our aid stations on run sign up or look for uh, some posts on Facebook. We're going to have a menu out there of exactly what kind of food items it'll be you know it'll be easy stuff to, like goldfish um go go squeeze is one of our sponsors i know one of our partners they're going to be out there on one of the aid stations so stuff like that'll be out there for runners to grab for some carbs some energy and of course you are more than welcome to carry anything you want if you want to carry energy gels or water or a camelback or your own bottles carry all you want there's no restrictions on that you you're totally welcome to do that Okay, the 8K race, we do have an aid station for the 8K race, which is about halfway through the course. And then we also put another one about a mile into the course that's just water. So a couple aid station 8K, uh, on the 8K course. So you can grab a couple things. Um, they all have water. The halfway, one halfway through will have Gatorade, and it'll also have some sort of food product. So 8K runners have a chance to grab something while you're out there running too. And then of course, we're going to have Porta Johns on the course. Um, like we do every year and they are spread out throughout the full marathon, the half marathon. Of course, they're at the start, the finish, but we also have them along the race course. So if you got to go, because let's be honest, every runner needs to poop. And if you got to get after it, if you got to make it happen, you know, whatever your intestinal, dilemmas are we want to make sure that you can uh, take care of things so i'm not going to list all the locations they're at they're posted they're listed here on uh our pages so you can look that up but yeah they're out there you can get in there and one nice thing about the portageons is uh we've actually gone to a new portageon company this year that we never used before but i know they are much cleaner much more professional looking portageons these these portageons have never been on a construction site they're very clean they're gonna be very nice to use so I'm excited that you're going to be able to, you know, 
do your business in a, a nice sanitary, real sanitary environment, which will be really cool. Okay, what else we got? So when you finish your race, you're going to go into the recovery zone. Now the recovery zone is you cross the finish line, boom, you're done running, you got your medal, you got a bottle of water, what's next? We're going to have for you a place to get photos. We got a photo backdrop right there that you can grab your friends and family, whoever, get a photo with your medal, something you can post on Instagram, wherever you want to, um, post it on our page. We have photos that you can upload photos to our run sign up page in our photo section. So grab a photo right away after you finished, which is really cool. And then you can grab some food. We're going to have a table full of snacks for runners, uh, right in there, right in that area. So you can grab, you know, after food, I don't know what the menu is going to be yet. We'll get it sorted out and we'll have some We'll definitely have some fruits and all that kind of thing out there and whatever else kind of runners need after they get done running. So you can grab some food. You can grab uh, the gear check will be right there after you're finished. So if you need your whatever, your shirt, your sandals, you know, whatever you got in your gear, you can pick that up right after you're done. That's also where the awards table is. So if you think you won your age group, if you think you won overall, if you – you know, if you're looking for one of them RRCA medals because you think you might have won that, you can go there. If you uh, need to pick up your trifecta medal, if you just ran your third Holland Haven race and you've earned the trifecta awards table, that's where that's going to be. So lots of things at the awards table you can go get. Uh, make sure you get over there. If you think you've won anything or, you know, you know your results, look them up. And uh, Or if you don't know your results, go over there and we'll look them up for you and we'll get you squared away. We're also going to have a merchandise tent for Holland Haven Marathon. So make sure you check that out. If you didn't get some merchandise at Packet Pickup on Saturday night, come over to our merchandise tent. We're going to have a lot of cool stuff there. Shirts, hoodies, all kinds of things, hats, visors, really cool stuff. So there's that option when you get in there. And then also we'll have some vendors out there. You know, some of our partners are going to set up tents. Um, I'm not sure all who's going to be there yet. Some, some are, some are not, but there will definitely be some other people to talk to and find out some things going on in Holland from some local businesses, and we can we want to support them, of course. So you'll definitely have that opportunity to see some other businesses out there. And finally, we're working on putting together a food plan, and it's going to happen. I just don't know the menu is going to be yet and how we're going to do it, but we're definitely going to have some sort of meal for runners this year, which we used to do every year, and we kind of had to stop doing from COVID and uh, it's kind of a rebound year this year. We're trying to get back on track. So definitely looking at putting together a meal where runners, their families, all our volunteers, all our staff can have some sort of meal beyond just the snacks at the end. So look for that this year. Uh, the details will be a little more solidified here as we get closer to the race on what exactly that's going to be. So that's something I definitely want to make happen again. So look for that. That's going to be that's absolutely going to be happening this year in some respect. So next thing, the age group awards. So I talked about you could go and get your awards after you've run. And we do have age group awards. And there's all different categories um, starting all the way from like 18 to 24 to 25 to 29 and on and on and on all the way up to 75 plus. So 75 plus is our largest age size, I guess you could say that's, you know, the oldest people we used to go 70 plus this year. I've decided to go to 75 plus. We've gotten some older people coming in the race that 
deserve an award. So a little, little chance for them to get a, an award. We go three deep on the awards. So first, second, and third in each division. And you get a really cool uh, custom printed Holland Haven Marathon pint glass as your award. So head on over to the awards table. If you think you got first, second, or third in your age group in any, you know, your full half, 8K, all of them, go check that out. And then, of course, if you're an overall winner or an overall Masters, which is 40-plus, go over there, check that out. Or if you think you got the R, the RRCA, which has got different categories, um, you know, we're the that's just for the half marathon. We're the Roadrunners Club of America Central Region Championship this year for the half marathon. So if you win that, baby, if you win your age group or if you win the overall, that means you, like, are the – top of the Midwest in the half marathon for this year, which is a pretty big deal because that's a lot of states. So yeah, being the championship in that really cool idea. And, uh, you can get, I mean, you could potentially this year end up with three medals You get your finisher medal. You could end up with a trifecta medal and you could end up with an RRCA medal. You could walk away from this race with three medals this year, which would be a super cool thing if someone managed to pull that off. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing people uh, finishing up and seeing what kind of bling they can walk away with. All right. Now, if for some reason you don't want to do the race, the distance you signed up for, say you signed up for the full and you're not feeling it. It's like uh, training's not going that well, or I got a bum ankle or, you know, I don't like the weather or whatever. You can transfer right down to like the half or the 8k, not a problem. Um, as long as the race is not sold out, which should not probably be a problem this year. I think you're going to be fine. So really easy to do. All the instructions are right on our, our run signup page under event transfer. Go in there, go into your uh, run signup account, transfer down. You can do it right up until uh, race day. We don't, we don't mind if you, if you got to switch it, you know, until registration closes on Saturday night, if you need to do that, you can transfer it. The other thing you can do with transfers is you can transfer to another runner. Now let's say you can't make the race at all. Uh, you got a friend who wants to run. You can do a transfer that way as well. So that's something else you can do if if you don't think you can make the race. So look that up on uh, the registration page, runsignup.com slash Holland, if you need to do something like that. All right, finally, what I want to talk about for Holland Haven this year, something that's not exactly at the race, but something that we're doing that we did last year, which I'm excited about, is we've partnered with Peach Wave, which is a – Frozen Yogurt and Gelato Company. It's a store downtown in Holland, right on 8th Street. And they are offering, during race weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, buy one, get one off on their products and also get half off any product there, any kind of like shakes or desserts or sundaes or anything they make there. You can go in there and just show like, your bib if you've already picked it up, or you can show your registration on your phone and, you know, enjoy a nice sweet treat. They have, they have awesome products in there. They have stuff that's a lot of healthy products too. They have stuff that's protein loaded. They have stuff that's gluten-free, sugar-free, but they also have like the full sugar, you know, I want to, I want to have fun kind of thing too. So, and all these different toppings you can put on. It's one of those kind of places where you get the yogurt and you put the toppings on however you want to make it. So check out Peach Wave in downtown Holland and go in there and, and get yourself a treat on race weekend and enjoy uh, more than just the run, but all of downtown Holland because Holland's a fantastic place to be. I'd love to see you 
partake in some of the other things that are, that are going on around here. So we will uh, see you on race day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Run My West Coast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, like it, and share it with your running friends. Your support of Run My West Coast and the running community in and around West Michigan keeps the runners running. You're truly appreciated, and I'm grateful for the chance to share my thoughts with you. Thanks again, and see you on race day.